Vox Quick Hits. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming only on Hulu. Hey, what's up? Hello. Welcome to What to Watch, the podcast where we tell you what to watch. I'm Alyssa Wilkinson. I am Vox's film critic. And I'm Emily Vanderwerf. I'm Vox's critic at large. And I don't know if you've noticed, Emily, but school is about to start, which is quite an exciting time for a lot of people and maybe a little fraught. For me, I I teach college students, so it means I'm spending a lot of time re-editing my syllabi, seeing what my fall is going to look like, weeping over all of the papers that I'm going to have to grade. And I was a child so long ago that the sound of a pencil sharpener will send me into a Proustian reverie in which I remember the past in my beautiful small town of Armour, South Dakota. Go Packers! (laughs) So, of course, this week we decided that we would talk about a few of our favorite movies that help psych us up for back to school season. And one TV show. Emily, I figured we'd start out with things that people have heard of because it's always fun to revisit an old favorite. So I want to start out with the classic film, Legally Blonde. Oh, hi. My name is Elle Woods. And from my admissions essay, I'm going to tell all of you at Harvard why I'm going to make an amazing lawyer. I think a lot of people have seen Legally Blonde. For me, it is the movie that gets me really excited to like buy school supplies and go out and kick butt. So, of course, if you've never seen Legally Blonde, it centers on a young woman named Elle Woods who gets dumped by her horrible boyfriend, although she doesn't know he's horrible yet, and decides that in order to try and get him back, she's going to get into Harvard Law School where he's going. What, like it's hard? And uh, she's going to win him back when she gets to Harvard. Now, Elle is blonde, as you can tell from the name. She also is very into things like the color pink. Whoever said orange is the new pink was seriously disturbed. And social events and all kinds of things that, at least in the world of the movies, are not of interest to the very serious students at Harvard Law School. But there's a lot more to Elle than that. She turns out to be very, very smart. She does have a 4.0 from CULA, and she got a 179 on her LSATs. This was the film that I think introduced a lot of people to the brilliance of Reese Witherspoon. It is just a lot of fun. I rewatched it recently with my husband and we had a blast. So it definitely holds up. It has a lot of inspirational montages of Elle, like kind of gearing up to like go take on the world. It has Luke Wilson. There's a lot of greatness to this movie. And I think that it's a great movie to watch if you're trying to kind of psych yourself up to go back to the fray, even if the fray isn't actually a classroom for you. So Legally Blonde is currently streaming on Netflix. It's also rentable on all digital platforms, and it's a cool one hour and 37 minutes, so it's kind of a perfect night watch. You know, my wife recently watched Legally Blonde for the first time and hated it, and uh, we're going to get a divorce now. That's how strongly (laughs) I feel about the career of Reese Witherspoon. Uh, But no, my first show is a show that has been very important to my career personally, Community.
So Community ran for six seasons, five on NBC and one on Yahoo. Yes, Yahoo made TV shows at one point. It is a show about a man who loses his law license because he doesn't actually have a law degree. So he goes back to school and he goes back to a community college. Yeah, that's the premise. It's a little bit of a stretch, but it has one of the great ensemble casts in TV history. Uh, Joel McHale plays Jeff Winger, the guy who needs to go back to school. Gillian Jacobs plays uh, Britta, who is sort of his foil and probably my favorite character on the show, which is a minority opinion. Oh! 13. Oh, great. So much for bagels. So much for what? The bagels. You dropped them on the floor. Uh... They're called bagels. Uh, I lived in New York, Troy. I know what a bagel is. (laughs) Definitely the heart of the show is Danny Pudi as Abed and uh, Donald Glover as Troy. Those two have a wonderful best friendship that has some real layers to it. But I think what people think of when they think of community isn't just the cast and the sharp writing. It is the fact that the show took a lot of chances in terms of what types of episodes it made, the variety of different things that it would try. It did many episodes that were sort of like creatively set in a different genre from its usual. They would do action episodes. You know, they did an episode that did a whole bunch of different timelines. They did a Dungeons and Dragons episode. And uh, to me, that was always very creative and fun. I reviewed the show for five of those six seasons on the avclub.com For a while, I was basically just known as someone who reviewed Community, which is a thing I have complicated feelings about. But the show is still very fun and very exciting to watch. Creator Dan Harmon and the various writers who worked on the show were always interested in coming up with new ways to make a TV episode. And many episodes were directed by Anthony and Joe Russo, whom you may know better now for their work on such Marvel films as Avengers Endgame. Community is available on Netflix and Hulu. It has 110 episodes. Each is about a half hour long. Alyssa, let's tell people about things they've never heard of. What's your first pick? Oh, you know we're good at that. Well, my pick is a documentary actually called Approaching the Elephant from 2014. Thank you all for coming to the very first Teddy McArdle Free School Shaba Yalda. We don't have mandatory classes, we don't use grading, we don't use testing. But the rest of the rules, we make up as a school. And we'll make them up as we go along. So this film was directed by Amanda Rose Wilder, who was really interested in the phenomenon of free schools. It's the idea of a school where there aren't really set classes, there aren't really set rules at the beginning. The teachers and the students are kind of on equal footing as they find their way forward into into the school year. And she went to a free school that was starting in New Jersey. And the film is compressed into a timeline that feels like you're watching one year, even though it was filmed over more than one year. And one thing that I really love about it is that it does a really good job at showing the personalities of the different children who are in the school. I just want to show him how strong I am, even though I'm not that strong, but I can't show it to him. Um, The school has trouble. It turns out that, you know, 
free schools aren't easy to run, even though there are some in different places that have been successful, many of them also close. So it's kind of an insight into an interesting educational model. For someone like me who was homeschooled in the 90s, it's really interesting to watch this because it has a lot in common with homeschooling and a lot that's different from homeschooling. But no matter what your educational background is, I think it's a really good watch. It's also shot in black and white, which I think gives it an interesting, timeless flair, even though it was definitely made in the 21st century. So the movie is an hour and a half long, and currently you can rent it on Apple TV and watch it however you wish. So you mentioned homeschooling, and and I have never quite seen my experience of growing up in a super small town on screen. Um, I, I graduated with a class of 16 people. I still know all of them. I know all of their spouses. I know their kids. But I want to pick the French documentary that actually captured what it was like to grow up in that sort of area. It's called To Be and To Have. To Be and To Have is directed by Nicolas Philibert. In French, it is Etre et Avoir. I don't know if I pronounced that right. It is about a small school in just kind of a tiny town. Uh, the population of this town is around 200. And there's only one class of mixed ages. It's kind of a one-room schoolhouse situation. And it just like follows the school year and the kids learning things and growing up and like various things that happen in this in this one room schoolhouse. And like there's just a gentle rhythm to it that really feels like life and and it's just beautiful and thoughtful. And like, I don't know what else to say because it is literally just a movie about a year in school. <laughs> But it captures that way that it can feel when you're in a tiny little town and you know everybody and you know everybody's kids and you just have this like, you know, rapport that develops among all of you. And I don't miss a lot of things about that life now that I live in the big city of Los Angeles, but I do sort of miss that rhythm, the way that life got sort of tied to the calendar and the seasons and the changing of the year. And To Be and To Have is a film that I think really captures that experience. The film is centered on a teacher named Mr. Lopez, and like we follow him as he uh, guides the kids through their schooling. And he actually like sued (laughs) the people who made the documentary to try and get some of the profit from it, which is another interesting thing because documentaries traditionally don't pay their subjects. But this film is so built around Mr. Lopez that like I can kind of see it. Um, he did not succeed in his lawsuit, but like it is a movie that kind of maybe should have made him a celebrity because I wish that he was my teacher. Mr. Lopez, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> you can watch To Be and To Have on the streaming services Canopy and Hoopla. Otherwise, I have never been to a library that doesn't have this to rent on DVD. So if you still have a DVD player... Maybe you can do that. It's about one hour and 45 minutes long. It is in French, but it has subtitles. Emily, I was wondering, what is your favorite school supply to buy? Oh, my goodness. I always loved getting, this is like such a basic answer, but I always loved getting the giant 64 color box of crayons. And I would just like take them all out and like smell them, that crayon smell. And honestly... Mm -hmm. 
go watch the little thing from like Sesame Street or Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood or whatever about how crayons are made <gasps> on best. YouTube. It's the, the only good movie ever made. Oh, absolutely true. Wow, you just took mine. <laughs> I have such a visceral memory of watching that. Well, everyone, go watch the go watch the crayon clip on YouTube and uh, and happy back to school. 